Ladies and gentlemen, the recipients of the National Jefferson Award and the number one New York Times best-selling author, your host, Dave Pelzer. Hello, America and the world at large. This is your host, Dave Pelzer. As always, speaking to you in my own voice, saving America and the world at large from itself, starting with me. So as always, ladies and gentlemen, thank you all so much with all that is going on in the world today. Thank you for taking the time to, to have us with you. Uh, as, uh, as you all know, I fumble, I stumble, I'm all too human myself. I get agitated, confused, I get scared, I get concerned. I'm all too human. But I really appreciate that you can have a little bit of trust and faith that we give out hopefully good advice, common sense advice, and we're here to help you. Of everything we do on this show, we want to help you. We want to fulfill you with, 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 with integrity, with solace, with fortitude, that we, you, I, our families, our communities, we will get through this. Whatever this is, whether it's the virus or unemployment or a medical situation or God forbid you were violated as a, as a young person. God forbid you're going through a bad divorce. We want you to keep your eyes on the horizon. We want you to have a stiff upper back. We want you to kind of just take a step back and breathe and observe the small things in life, those gifts that God Almighty and His infinite wisdom has given us. Every day is a blessing, ladies and gentlemen. Every day, with all that's going on right now with COVID, it's kind of like and I'll probably repeat myself on this, and, and I just happened to catch a, a Tommy Cruise Mission Impossible uh, thing on, on, on one of those uh, shows, so it was those uh, direct TV shows. And Tommy Cruise is running around, and missiles are being launched, and everybody's trying to get the bad guys. Everything's kind of converging in a sense, that the numbers are up. And, you know, we got some vaccines that we'll talk about here in a little bit. But I am just so grateful that as you take your walks with Miss Terry takes us on her walks, we have our gal pal from down, uh, down under, Miss Cheryl, in New Zealand, who listens. And I know we've got a, an expanding audience, but again, I just want to say thank you for trusting us and making us a part of your life's journey. So with that, ladies and gentlemen, the, the question of the day is always the first question we ask on the show. A deep breath. Exhale. How are you? How are you doing today? Again, we know, you know, it's the silly season, as we call it. You know, you've got, you've got, thank we had Thanksgiving, which is very unusual. We've got Christmas, we've got Hanukkah, Hanukkah. Uh, for the rest of us, there's the Festivus, and there will be Aaron of Grievances. If not this show, we'll, we'll put it on another. A lot of grievances this year. 2020, one star, do not recommend. And then on top of that, you know, you've got COVID, and then on top of that, you know, are we under lockdown? What's the limitations? There's a lot of lot of confusion going out there, and and they're starting to roll out the vaccines, which we'll talk about, and that's going to take time. That's the one thing I think we've learned about this new age of 2020 is no matter what it is, it's going to take time. So I want to make sure with that we all realize that and take steps to prepare ourselves, which means you, ladies and gentlemen, have to take care of yourself even more. If you exercise 20 minutes a day, now that we're in the silly season, now we're at the end of the year, please give yourself an extra five minutes. 
if you have an extra cup of coffee, sit down and really sip that cup of coffee. Relax. Have that cigarette. Have a cigar in my case. If you have a nice glass of wine, don't gulp it down with your friends. Just enjoy the texture of that wine. Enjoy your solace, please. Because when we get out of this, you know, we're going to have to readjust to the kids going back to school. Businesses, are we going to go back there? Are we going to do it at home? It's going to take a lot. So please take this holiday time to take care of yourself. Please, please, please. And all that you do, please take care of you. All right. Now, let's kind of get, by, by the way, a post-happy Thanksgiving to everybody in the world. Thanksgiving. You know, because of COVID, it really puts a new spin on the word thanksgiving when we stop and supposedly give thanks and we help out our friends in need. We help out and recognize the less fortunate. Uh, uh, last year, I was uh, at Monte Rio Fire Department and we went to the neighboring city, Guerinville, at the Russian River, my beloved Russian River. And, and we served, uh, uh, I think, 200, 300 dinners. You know, we, we serve them and we clean up after them and make sure they get food to go so they can go outside as well. And this year we had to adapt. We did a drive-by. And I, and I told the one lady, Miss Penny, who runs it because, again, I was working at Monterey. I says, can I be the one to make contact? Because no one wanted to do that. You know, I got my mask. I got my gloves. I got a gown. And this way when they drive up, I can make contact. I'll give a, a, a little elbow pump there. Say, God bless. Thanks for coming over. But, you know, it's and, and, and I love doing stuff like that because it makes me feel how, I mean, I had like a, we had we made a, a late Thanksgiving dinner, the firefighters and myself. Oh, my goodness. <laughs> I don't think we ate till 9 o'clock because we were busy. And it was kind of nice. It was a different Thanksgiving. But, you know, we, we, we all have to adapt. And I hope everybody had that moment. I hope everybody had that moment, whether they're alone or with family or friends or, you know, whoever's within the confines of, of their domicile, that, you know what, we're going to be okay. And, folks, I do believe that. I'm going to want to riff here for a second. We've been through the hard stuff. You know, we've been through a lockdown, open up, shut up, I mean, shutting down again, da-da-da-da-da. And, and California's, boy, I tell you, I'm so proud to be a Californian. I know a lot of people are leaving the state. Uh, Elon Musk announced today, uh, December 9th, year of the Lord, 2020, he's a gone girl. <laughs> he's going to Texas. And I understand he can save money on taxes and so forth. But And I understand, you know, disagreements. He's a very powerful, big guy and so forth. And a lot of people are leaving, and they're tired. They're tired of the, f uh, the fires. They're tired of evacuating. They're tired of the regulations and all the taxes. They're tired of the floods, particularly in Northern California. I don't know what God has against Sonoma County. I really don't. And everybody's looking at me like, this never happened, Dave, until you moved in the hood. I'm like, whoa, no, I'm not that guy. I'm not death. I'm happy, 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 Dave, happy, Dave. But I see a lot of people are frustrated. But I'm so proud of my Californian friends, my brothers and sisters, and particularly my Northern California brothers and sisters, and particularly my, my Sonoma friends, we've been through an awful lot. I mean, we had the Tubbs fire, the fire in Paradise, the Walbridge fire this year, and other fires. We had floods before that. We've evacuated twice in two years. 
I felt like Omega Man when I was down in Monterio because I would drive up and down the streets of Guerneville, nobody and nothing. I had the whole town to myself. Woohoo! But we've been through a lot. And you know what? You just keep going. We had uh, red flag warnings this this earlier this week. And they had a couple of small vetch fires in December. My goodness, it's 70 degrees in Santa Rosa today. Again, December. December. 70 degrees in Santa Rosa. It's, it's, you know what it is? It's the new norm. So we adjust. We adjust. That's all it is. Some people, you know, they get a bump in their relationship. I quit. I'm out. I want a divorce. I think this is not going to, I think it's going to be a rocky road. Forget about better or worse. I'm gone. People do that. People uh, 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 show up for late for work. The boss says, hey, you're late for work. I quit. I quit. I quit. I quit. You're yelling at me? No, I'm not yelling at you. I'm saying you're supposed to be here at a certain time. We rely on you, and this is adult land. I quit. But you know what? Again, a lot of folks that I've seen and know, they just adjust. They shut down the gym. They adjust. The gym opens. They call. They make an appointment. They got their paperwork. Boom. Uh, 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 Seasoned citizens are allowed to shop at certain parts of the, uh, of the week. They adjust. They adjust. They, they get up. I, I just talked to, to, to Miss Lil, Miss Miss Lisa, who sent me a nice uh, 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 holiday gift. Thank you, Miss Ladisaw. And, and she says, I, I get up at 5. I'm at, I'm, I'm at the store at 6. I do shopping for, for 14 weeks, perishable, non-perishables. I just, you know, I don't want to take all the toilet paper. I just take what I need, fill up my car with gas, and I go back home, and I just work it. I'm going, yeah, you just adjust. It's normal. Like, we wear a mask now. It's, you know, it's, why, is, why is it difficult to wear a mask? I just thought, ladies and gentlemen, why is it difficult? Um, hang on a second. Hang on. <laughs> okay, so we shower. We put on our underwears, socks, underwears, whatever. We put on outerwears, you know, short-sleeve T-shirt, maybe. Uh, 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 in my case, I put a sweater over that and then a jacket. And if it's really cold, okay, i got to put on my gloves and a beanie. What is so, what, what, what's so hard about wearing that mask? This is something, and it's normal for me now. I, I got plenty of masks, and I go outside, post office, El Banco, whatever, fill up the car with gas. I just pop it on, big deal. This is something we have to adjust to, ladies and gentlemen, and we've done a good job. I know there's been a lot of ups and downs, a lot of frustrations. And it's overwhelming, ladies and gentlemen. I cannot imagine being the president, vice president. I, you couldn't pay me $100 trillion for one day. I couldn't be a governor or a mayor. I actually thought about being a mayor of, of, of that small town in Guerneville if they incorporated. And I thought I would be a pretty good mayor. I don't like meetings. But if I can get something done to make our town better, cleaner, Whatever, if I can help out, I, I actually thought at one time I would be a good mayor. I wouldn't want that job right now. Are you kidding? I mean, what if I make the wrong decision? Uh, do I have to coordinate with the governor? What about supplies? What about medical kits? What about PPE? Do I shut down these businesses of my brothers and sisters in my town? It's sad. It's sad. People are working three times more and getting a third less pay. It's just unbelievable, ladies and gentlemen. But you know what? We adapt. That's what we do, ladies and gentlemen. If you're writing down words of the day, adapt. We adapt. We have adapted. We didn't quit. I said it before. I'll say it again. When you're going through hell, 
you just keep going. So I'm proud of, of, of the Californians, and I'm proud of America at large. And, you know, we just got to keep going. But, again, let's kind of get back to the premise. Because I know I've, 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 I've talked to a lot of folks, and I've read some Facebook comments and our emails, and we get some phone calls. And, and Thanksgiving was very hard for a lot of people because a lot of people are used to, you know, celebrating before that. You know, they have their wine parties, their get-togethers, and they do the family thing, and then you have the post thing. Oh, one thing I will say. Ho, ho. If, 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 if this virus gave us a flip side, I'm so damn glad. And you know I don't swear a lot on this show, but I'm so damn glad if this virus brought us anything, that we as Americans, and only in America, only in America, big, huge, winning America, that we weren't standing outside of Walmart, Best Buy, Target, electronic gyms, whatever, at, 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 at 11 o'clock at night for Black Friday to open up at midnight so we can trample on our brothers and sisters and our neighbors to get a $1.65 off a uh, 70-inch uh, 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 TV. I mean, do, do you remember those days, ladies and gentlemen? Mom and Dad would cook, and Auntie and Uncle Joe, and, and, and then they'd just, see you later, guys. We're going shopping. Hey, it's midnight. It's rainy. It's cold. They'd stand outside of these stores and press up against the doors, and as soon as those doors were open, what, the floodgates, oh, my goodness, the dam would break. And people would spill, and people would get trampled, and they fight over. Uh, they fight over uh, an, an, an Elmo doll or tickle me Elmo that the kids would get. Oh, thanks, mom! Boom, and just throw away. What's my next gift? So if if the virus gave us something, it's like, well, we don't need to do that. We're a little bit more humble. We're hopefully more wise. So that was that's 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 something. I'll take that. But I know, ladies and gentlemen, it was really hard for a lot of folks. Because they're used to being with family and friends, you know, doing that quiet celebration, you know, and going to church and so forth. And, and, and again, uh, 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 feeding people that are less fortunate, being a part of that. And I, I know it was, I, I fully understand, you know, as a first responder, uh, as a father, as a grandparent, as a member of my community, how hard this COVID has been. My son and I, talked and 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 i was gonna i i haven't done this in years because again i work at the the monterio fire department i work their their, their christmases so other people can have time off for their families i work new year's i work thanksgiving and my son wisely decided dad i'm sorry we can't do it this year we're not going to do it this year and of course i immediately stupidly humanistically but steve you got to understand i said i've got presents for sj and I ran down the list, da 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 and, and it's a plethora of toys. And SJ is only a year and a half. He doesn't get it. You know, he's walking, he's running, he's pushing, he's doing things. So, of course, it's about, you know, Oompa Dave. Ho, ho, it's about me. He says, Dad, it, it, we'll just do it. We'll just delay it and, and do it another time. And the way he said, I'm going, you know what, you're being logical. Because that's the thing, ladies and gentlemen, and write this down if you're taking a note. The head and the heart. The head and the heart never match. We know what we're supposed to do, but the heart kind of takes over. That, that, that's why, again, we saw a lot of people, to my dismay, a lot of people driving and flying 
so they can visit family and friends during Thanksgiving. I get it, I get it, I get it. But now we're paying the price. Now we're seeing a massive, massive surge. And people say, well, the virus is coming out in December, and it's December right now. It's coming out. It's rolling out. It's going to take time. It's going to take a lot of time. So I understand, but we got to think, you know, smart. And the numbers, again, have skyrocketed. They're talking, uh, what was it? I, I read something that, darn it, where is it? <laughs> I'll find it here somewhere. If I'm correct, they're saying that we, we, we've had over 100,000 new cases reported every single day. 100,000 new cases every single day. We've lost over 285,000 people in America alone. Well, that's not bad. No, no, no. Really. Let's be adults about this. No matter where you're at, ladies and gentlemen, I want you to ask yourself, what's the population of your town? What's the population of your city? How many people do you see, normally do you see at church or a shopping mall? I want you to imagine de- nothing. Omega man, omega woman, all gone, everybody dead. 200 and 85,000 people no longer with us. They say the virus affects one out of 40, and that people are dying from the virus in America alone once every 50 seconds. And I've been talking to you for, what, 10, 20 minutes? It's serious, ladies and gentlemen, and I know we're tired. I understand it. I, and I'm a victim of it, too, when it comes to head and heart. I'm, I'm, I'm very, was, and I'm more open now, of course. But back in my day, I was very disconnected. I had to be because I had to survive as a boy in the basement. I could not allow myself to cry, outside or inside. I just could not allow myself to let down my guard. In foster care, I hunkered down. I saw so many foster kids get involved with drugs and alcohol and boys and girls and doing stupid things. And, you know, I wasn't perfect. I I used to do stunts. I used to drive backwards. I used to jump over railroad tracks with these cars. I was was a a stunt boy, stunt teenager. I didn't drink. I didn't didn't smoke. Didn't chase girls because girls wanted nothing to do with a stuttering uh, 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 idiot. I was the boy that, you're going to have to Google this. I wore hush puppy shoes. I'll say that slowly. Hush puppy shoes red corduroy pants, and a long sleeve uh, 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 shirt. Uh, what, what it, it had uh, brown, gray, and black. Uh, I forget the name of those type of shirts. And I had these black frame sunglasses that were always broken because I got beat up all the time. So, of course, girls didn't want anything to do with me. I never did athletics. I was very disconnected. Even I, I, my first girlfriend, who we eventually married, and we have Stephen, very disconnected. But as you grow older, you know, you kind of get more open-minded and things don't, they roll off your back a little bit easier. I understand that. But I understand the head and the heart. And I've been a victim to that as well. I know I shouldn't be in this business relationship, the head. But my heart says, give it a chance, man. These these people say they like you. These people say they want to work with you. Okay, you're going to have to put in more time and work to prove yourself. But eventually it will work out. Personal relationships. When someone says, I love you, or someone says, I'm going to be with you, or better and worse, I can't wait for us to be together, bam, I'm in. I'm in hell and high water. I don't mind coming home battered and bruised, mission impossible. 
you know, at the very, very last second, dun, 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 crisis resolved, bomb adverted, abort, okay, the world is saved. I think that's the most romantic thing is to come home to your family. You're doing a good job. But you know what? That's fine. I'm just saying let's take a step back and think logically. Where are we at right now with this virus? What can we do to slow the spread? What can we do to protect ourselves, our families, our babes, for goodness sakes, our little babies, for goodness sakes? How can we quietly lead by example? That's all I'm trying to say. But again, because a lot of people travel during the Thanksgiving holidays, it is now a wildfire. And I'm amazed. I mean, and, and I can't, I, 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 particularly in California, there's different rules about shutting down. They have stated for over two weeks now, okay, we're at capacity. We are past capacity. But yet some parts of the state are open, some parts are not. And I understand the frustration. Th this hair salon is open, but this gym is not. This business is open for a few hours a week. This other one is under total lockdown. I can't imagine. And it is overwhelming, ladies and gentlemen. I get it, I get it, I get it. And here's the thing, too. Folks are tired. You know, they're, they're calling it the virus fatigue. They're just tired and tired. And they're not used to this. They're not used to, uh, I mean, what did, what did Roosevelt say? We're at war. And we might be at war for many, many, many years. And the first casualty of war, as Winston Churchill said, is always the truth. It's going to be a long haul. But I think in the last 15, 20 years, because of the Internet, because of Google, we can get information instantaneously. We can have Amazon Prime. I mean, it's at the point uh, uh, right before the virus, they were talking about dropping off drones. You can order something, and a couple hours later, a drone drops it off, boop, and there it is, instantaneous. You, you can communicate with anybody across the world. You can Google any piece of information you want. You can have a Facebook friend from across the world right here, right now. Dating relationships. I have a friend of mine. He's in his 50s. He, he's a speed dater. He's an Internet dater. Boop, 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 find a girl, get the girl, boop, and go, go on to the next. It's that quick. We have microwaves. We can warm up dinners in a matter of minutes. Everything is quick, quick, quick. But it used to be in the day of my parents' generation, the greatest generation, that they had to suffer. They had to suffer through depression, and it wasn't overnight. And then they got involved in World War II. And then they came back and had to readjust. And it's never the same. Everybody thinks, oh, okay, Johnny's going to go off the war. He's going to come back. He's going to marry Michelle, picket white fence, and everything's going to be perfect. We're, we're going to pick up exactly where we left off. That's not reality. It's not going to be the same. And I understand, again, people are just tired. They're psychologically, spiritually, physically, financially strained. I mean, I get it, too. I mean, my big thing is, I mean, again, I don't socialize that much. But I like going to a bar and having a drink and people watch. And I can't do that, which is, okay, it's fine. But people, you know, they, they, they want something particularly in this holiday season. I get it. I get it. I get it. And by the way, let me go on a riff too because uh, I, I didn't put this on my notes. But this is important, ladies and gentlemen. If you find yourself that you really think you're overwhelmed, please get some help. Zoom a friend and say, listen, man, I love you. 
But, man, I just got to psychologically vomit, man. And just this vomit, psychologically regurgitate all the things that are driving you cuckoo kachoo And get it off your chest. Please. You know, there's a show, I think, on Showtime, and it's about this lady. She's a, she's a, a marriage counselor. <laughs> and she has to do it through Zoom, but she's like me. She's a little inept. And, they, and it's a show, and, and, and they, they give you the teaser, and it shows this beautiful couple. I hate him. I wish he was dead. I wish I never met my husband. Oh, look at her. She's, oh, she's a ball of wax, I tell you, blah, blah, blah. Or another lady, she lost her job, and she's young lady. She says, sex is the last thing on my mind. I do not feel sexy. And the guy leans over like, and you certainly don't look sexy. I mean, they're just grading on each other, which is normal. It's normal, ladies and gentlemen, because of the containment factor. But it's so important, ladies and gentlemen, if you feel a little bottled up or stressed out, please get it out of your system. Go to the bathroom. What do you do when you, when you, when you have a, a, a bad stomachache or, or food poison? You, you, it's, it's disgusting. It's gross. It's diarrhea. Diarrhea. Remember that from parenthood? Diarrhea. All right, you got diarrhea. What do you do? You take care of yourself. You may have to shower. Now, remember, with diarrhea, you got to dehydrate. Something goes out, you got to put stuff in there. Same thing with vomiting. Got a tummach ache and you vomit. What do you do? You vomit it all out of your system. Oh, it's gross. It's dirty. It smells. It's vile. Yeah, because the body's rejecting it. What do you do? Brush your teeth, mouthwash, maybe shower. I don't know. Clean the toilet, that's for sure. Air freshener, whatever, for breeze, for breeze. Nine times out of ten, and you've, we've talked about this before, when you vomit, what, what happens after your tummy settles? Hey, I'm hungry. I'm, feed me, Seymour. I'm hungry. Am I right? So please, if write that down. If, if you're feeling overwhelmed, Zoom a friend. If you don't Zoom, yell at that pillow. Beat up on that pillow. I used to tell people, that 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 you know their their perpetrator might have passed away or they're not going to see their 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 perpetrator who 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 violated them that abused them that husband that 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 spouse but as you know like let's say it happened in a family member or as when you were a, ch a kid i say yell at that chair imagine that person's in that chair and if you had five minutes with that person what would you tell them from the bottom of your soul the bottom of your heart the recesses of your darkness what would you tell that person, if that person was here, give yourself permission. Give yourself permission to open up and purge. Give yourself permission to let it all out. And you may have to do this once a week. You may have to do this twice a week. Make it your own therapy. Make it a part of your program. But please, if you're feeling that bad, please purge it out. Because otherwise, it's going to affect your sleeping habits. Otherwise, it's going to fill your head, and it's going to make things more darker and more difficult. It puts a lot of weight, unnecessary weight, in your psychological backpack. Because, again, life is hard as it is. Life is really hard, and growing old ain't for wimps. Frank Sinatra said that, but he didn't say the wimp word. Life, life is challenging. And, again, you've got those kids at home. They want a certain toy that you can't get them because you can't afford it because, again, uh, uh, the job market is different. 
you're used to going out to grandma's house for, 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 for Thanksgiving or Christmas. Can't do that. You want to be with your wine club friends. They have cheese and wine and, and, and chat and, you know, and, and do the family get-together. My, my former family, uh, uh, the Lattisauce, God bless them. They, they had a Christmas fun fest. It starts at 10 and ends about 10. The moment you get there, it's, there's, there's drinks and there's cheese and there's hors d'oeuvres. And then we do the, the Christmas exchange. And that takes two or three hours because you can steal someone's gift. It's, it's like the movie. It's like the show Survivor. You make a lot of alliances, but you know you're going to get broken. Now, if you're married and you've got an alliance with your spouse, you still can be kind of uh, screwed over. But it's fun. It's just it's a thing. And then afterwards, everybody gives out, you know, some wine or a drink or something. And it's amazing because I was privileged to be with this family for many years and to see their children grow up and have relationships and then get married and have the kids. And it was weird. No one, this one mother would always give me her little baby because I'm, oh, I love to hold the baby. So I'm thinking, oh, my God, where's my son? Is he ever going to have a kid? And this way, the, the, the mother's like, oh, my God, thanks. Now I can relax. Oh, no problem at all. I love that stuff. I miss that stuff. I understand, but it's a different world. That's all I'm trying to say. Just adjust and use the head and the heart. But, but I look at it this way. Think about next year. What? Yeah, year of our Lord, 2021. Think about it. We're, we're not going to get... You know, uh, the vaccines, most likely for, 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 for just about everybody, they're saying in, in, until late spring, but I'm thinking conservatively, I'm, I'm, I'm thinking the, the, the beginning of summer, so that would be mid to late June. And remember, ladies and gentlemen, write this down. If you're taking notes, it's going to be two shots for the vaccine, two shots. Okay, and then the, the you know, and these and, and God bless these scientists. God bless these 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 people in, 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 the, in the field of medicine, working nonstop, and God bless these nurses and doctors and janitors, because the problem we're having, and again, I'm going on a riff here. Stop, Boop. going on a riff. When's the last time that these doctors and nurses took a day off? I have a friend of mine. He's a great firefighter. I call him Doctor Phil. And when he's not f fighting fires or working at the local hospital, he goes out as a nurse to some of these uh, retirement homes. And these doctors have been on the line for, what, just about a year now. And, and their numbers are slowly dwindling because they get tired or they might have gotten the, the virus and they have to quarantine. It's almost like we started out with 100,000 doctors. Now we're down to, what, maybe 90,000 90, doctors? That's 10%. Same thing with the firefighters. We had a lot of fires, firefighters, a lot of engines. Our apparatuses were getting trashed left and right, which means we can't respond that much. We, we, we can't put enough water on it. We can't control. We can't protect those structures. And then you get firefighters that get injured or worn down. It's inevitable. It's just a fact of life. So these, these people out there on the front lines, please give them a nod. That's why, you know, we can do ourselves a favor by, again, thinking with our head. And not following the heart so much. That's all I'm trying to say, ladies and gentlemen. But but look, look, look at it this way. In the course of a life, next year is going to be different. In the course of a life, I'm 60. We've, we've, I've, I've had a lot of bad years. But you know what? You remember the good times. It makes you remember when, when you, I, I was just doing a, a, 
a thing yesterday uh, on Microsoft Zoom. We had like two, three hundred people. And, and, and I, I, I do the thing about thank you for the work you're doing. Here's my story. Here's what I learned from it. And we got a question. We do a Q&A. And the question was, why are you so upbeat? Why are you so positive? And my response was, why wouldn't I be? Why wouldn't I be? I'm only human. I, I, I fail more than if I do one thing right, I failed it a million times. I have. I, I mean, I survived, you know, being, being smacked around as a kid. I survived to live, to live a nice life. I hope to live a nice life. I survived to be happy. Again, when you have cancer and you battle cancer, you can battle the flu or a cold, or if you had a bad divorce, you can, you can survive an argument, a disagreement. When you're poor and you have nothing, and now you've only got $10, $20, $100 in a bank account, that's better than nothing. Does that make sense, ladies and gentlemen? That's why, again, by this time next year, we're going to look at Thanksgiving differently. We will be so grateful. Oh, my gosh. Think about it. There's going to be a moment next year, year of our Lord, 2021, Thanksgiving. There's going to be that moment. I call it the Clint Eastwood moment. You see, with Clint Eastwood, you don't talk a lot. He doesn't talk a lot. He might give you a wink or a nod, and that says everything. It screams everything. That's the Clint thing, the Steve McQueen cool thing. If you don't know who Steve McQueen is, boy, you better Google that. <laughs> it was Mr. Smooth. I think this time next year, Thanksgiving, whether it's, it's the actual dinner or we celebrate with our line, wine club friends beforehand, I know a lot of family and friends, after they do Thanksgiving, they have another party <laughs> with another group on Friday and Saturday, which is great. There's going to be that moment. There's going to be that moment in which you just nod at someone. Or you give them the old winky wink. How you doing? Or a nudge under the table. It's going to be great because the kids are going to be screaming and streaming in and out, getting their Sunday uh, Sunday best clothes all dirty, you know, and there's going to be one person that drinks too too much and is too loud or too dramatic. There's going to be a family scandal. There's going to be unexpected drama. Dun, dun, dun. What did Chris Rock say? Hello, America. What's wrong? Everybody got an alcoholic aunt. Everybody got a gay uncle. What's wrong, America? Yeah. That's, it's going to happen, no doubt. And we're going to be actually so grateful. <sighs> There's going to be that sigh. Yep, we're back. But it's going to take time. If we can get through all that we did, being under lockdown, and we're open, we're closed, the yin and yang of all of this, ladies and gentlemen, it's only going to get better. But we've got to stay the course. That's all I'm trying to say. And I know you know this. But we need to hear it, and we need to live it. We need to accept it. You think I want to accept my fate? I never thought. I never. I, I told. I told so many people. I said, I'm never going to have a bad day with this girl. Never. Not a bad moment. I was 16. I was 18. In my heart, wow. I mean, just I've been around the block. I've been in relationships. I never thought I'd be 60. And being divorced. But it happens. I never thought, okay, uh, my body has a certain thing and I have to adjust to. It happens. I just have to adjust to it. 
But we're going to be better, ladies and gentlemen. If we can do all that we did, we're going to be better and we're going to be grateful. But again, ladies and gentlemen, and people, there's a lot of people saying it, it's fake news. Again, and as of this show, 285,000 deaths. And that's your homework assignment. Look at your map. Google your population. What is it, a couple thousand? Some, some, some places, I, I'm already in California, 500 people. Sea Ranch, California, uh, 580 people. Annapolis, California, I think 385. Shall I go on? Guerneville, population 1,200. My beloved Guerneville, Russian River, Montreal, maybe 1,600. All right, what about some big cities, Dave? Come on, give me some numbers. Uh, I'm thinking uh, Merced, California, mm, 20, 25,000. I'm just guessing. I, I haven't been to Merced in many years. Fremont, California. Uh, I'm going to say, what, maybe 120,000? I don't know. I don't know. 285,000, ladies and gentlemen. It's sad. There was a, a report that uh, this elderly couple, they caught COVID together. They checked in the hospital together, and, and the doctors and nurses were really sweet. They, they had beds side by side, and they got to hold hands. And uh, one spouse passed away, and the other spouse passed away in less than an hour. I mean, it's, it's tragic. It's kind of romantic in a way. But this is the reality of life. And there's so many people that says, I wish I would have heeded the call. I wish I would have listened more. I wish I would have done things differently. You know, it's just, it is what it is. I just want us to all come out of this. That's all, ladies and gentlemen. I don't want to lose anybody to this. I mean, things will happen. I'm surprised that as a first responder, I, you know, haven't had, you know, uh, any serious situations. We should just... Somehow, you know, it's going to be ne nice next year. I really think it's going to make us more humble. So when that lady asked me the question yesterday, why are you so positive, Dave? Because I'm alive. I've been given a gift that I'm not in jail, that I'm not a terrorist, that I've been given a gift. I've been allowed to live an adventurous life. I had to fight for it, and I did the best I could with it to try to be of service. But yes, I am positive, and I'm positive that things will be better. And I'm positive that a lot of us, especially you folks listening to the show, if you listen to the show three or four times, you're not dumb. You're a smart cookie. You get it. It's just common sense advice. But if this virus has taught us anything, it's taught us to pay heed, to take care of ourselves. When something pops up, let's not just throw it, let's not close the door on it. Let's see what it is and see what we can do about it before the fit hits the shan. Because this thing was overwhelming. And I don't care your politics. Well, Trump should have done this, or Fauci should have done that, and blah, blah, blah. Oh, please, come on. Can you imagine if that was you and I? I, I mean, I, uh, we have something called MCI, Majorly Casualty, Massive Multi-Casualty Incident. I'm sorry, Multi-Casualty Incident. Which means we might have uh, three or four cars crash. And there's three people per car. So three times four, 12. Uh, I might need three or four helicopters. I might need four or five ambulances. I might need seven engines, staging areas. Who gets triage first? Who goes on the ambulance? Who goes on the helicopter? I, I, I can't imagine being the incident commander first on scene for something like that. And these CAL FIRE folks and these other folks, they make it look so 
easy. Why? They've been doing it for years, and they plan and plan and plan and practice and practice and practice over and over. I cannot imagine being a governor without a lot of PPE and ventilators and trying to get everything together and trying to get these folks together. So I think we're going to be a little bit more grateful next year. We'll humble. And we're, we're going to see, I mean, I, I think we've understood this year how vulnerable we are and how precious our lives, our loved ones, our lovers, our spouses, our families, and our babes are, how precious they are. There was a book, um, I digress. There was a book that was written, if I'm correct, Year of Our Lord, 1897. Now, please write that down. 1897 and give it a good circle. 1897. Question mark, question mark, question mark. 1897. And basically, it was about an unexpected invasion. Mankind was going to and fro about their own business. Little vain, little vain. But they were going to and fro, doing their own thing, and all of a sudden, this unexpected invasion. And people didn't really pay heed to the invasion at first. Ah, ah, whatever. No big deal. But the assailants knew what they were doing. They were cold and they were calculating. And they observed us like, like tiny ants under a microscope. And they kind of knew what they were doing. And they were so advanced. They had, they had flying machines. They had machines that went underwater. They had death rays, heat rays. They were invaders, but yet they were doomed. The moment they landed, the moment they breathed our air, the moment they drank our water, they were doomed because God in his infinite wisdom gave us the gift that we paid for. We paid for in the course of mankind's life our existence because we had an immune system compared to the Martians that did not. We paid the price and the right to exist. The name of the book, ladies and gentlemen, War of the Worlds. And again, 1897 it was written. And there's a couple movies on it. Uh, oh, it's probably more than a couple. There's the one with Spielberg, Tommy Cruise. And there's the original uh, one, uh, uh, I think in the late 60s. And if you haven't read the book, read it, because you're going to find parallels about this virus and how we reacted to the Martians, and there was nothing we could have done. They were so powerful. They were so overwhelming, and we were scared. And when we realized, oh, my gosh, the fit's hitting the shan. This is serious. What did we do? We ran. We hid. And thank God, again, the moment they landed, they were doomed. Because, again, they didn't have the immune system. And maybe psychologically this can be our immune system. Does that make sense? Because, again, folks, I get it. Part of the problem, too, and this needs to be addressed, we don't like people telling us what to do. America, we're Americans, freedom. I understand that. I mean, when we went under lockdown, no one knew how long we were under lockdown, the rules of engagement of lockdown, and everything just shut down overnight. It's kind of like, you see these, 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 these movies, uh, 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 Val Kilmer, Robert De Niro, Heat, Al Pacino, and these guys are going to rob a bank, 
And, 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 and Robert De Niro says, I'm never going back to prison, man. He actually bumps into the, 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 the guy that's trying to bust him. Al, Al Pacino is the detective trying to bust the bank, foil the bank robbery guy. He says, if you catch me, you're going to have to shoot me because I am not going back to jail. And I think that's part of the problem. A lot of people thought, hey, man, I'm not doing lockdown again. I'm not doing that. I need my business to open. I need to pay my staff. I need, I want this. And I understand what that's like. And was there confusion and mistakes? Oh, heck yeah. Enormous. Imagine as a parent with, with two kids that are able to wash themselves, go to the bathroom by themselves, make their bed, and help out with the chores. Imagine how stressful that is compared to having little babes. Or if you're taking care of an elderly person. That is, uh, did you make mistakes? I know I did. I made a thousand mistakes. So I understand people don't want to be under lockdown again. That's why I think they're trying to come up with these rules. But please, you know, let's just step off the gas of rhetoric. Pump the brakes just a little bit. We're trying to attempt to make this as, as livable as possible, but at the same time trying to protect ourselves. That's all I'm trying to say. So, ladies and gentlemen, here's the question. What do we do now? Dave, you're ranting and raving about what we can't do. What do we do? Give me something. Well, here it is, ladies and gentlemen. You're not going to want to hear it. Stay home. Please. For the love of God and, and for your children's sake, your family's sake, and for your sake, your sake, you survived a horrible year. We're on the back nine of the back nine. Please, if anything, please stay home. And if you're alone, here's the program. Because I got a lot of fans and I talk to a lot of people every day. I'm alone. I don't know what to do. And I thought about this. And I did some research and I talked to another therapist, a master therapist, a person who's super smart. I'm the smartest idiot you'll ever meet. <laughs> but these guys are super smart. And it makes sense. Do lots of small projects, teeny tiny projects, like do your laundry uh, 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 on Monday. Tuesday, uh, dust the furniture with Pledge. Give it a nice oil smell. Smells are great. Smells relax us. Have a diffuser. Uh, wash your windows. Uh, do, the, do, the, do the bathroom on Wednesday. Do lots of small projects every single day. Garden. Go outside and garden. And that's supposed to be therapeutic. You know, move your plants around. Take a nap. I love my naps. I'm a napper. Love the nappies. Don't have to pray too much on the naps. Love them so much. Read, build something, create something. If, if, and if anything, Netflix, Amazon Prime. Uh, uh, there's a new Star Wars is back. <sighs> Mandalorian season two. Watch that. They've got hundreds of shows on the Netflix and, and, and Hulu and Googly Goog and so forth. Hey, man, Google, do that for two hours a day. And then the next day, repeat. Repeat. It's important that you have a program. Get up at a certain time, go to bed at a certain time, have have your libation at a certain time, work at a certain time, maybe purge at a certain time. But just do small little things every single day. Stay busy. The problem that people have is they don't have a program. They, they, they might binge for three or four days and the laundry stacks up or, or the sheets need to be clean. No, do little things every day to keep your environment positive so you feel safe. I've said this before. I've said it again. My worst day 
I come back tired from Monterey. I can barely drive. I can barely stand because I don't sleep. I just don't sleep. Or I'll come home from a bad call locally. My worst day is I strip my clothes, get all that stuff off. I shower. I get all this stuff off of me. I put on body lotion. It's called layering. I put on PJ's clothes, have a cup of coffee, a cigar. I might have a glass of wine. And I go home to clean sheets in a beautiful, safe house. I can live in a cardboard box, but my house is always safe. My house is always clean. My side of the street is always clean. And then I can <sighs> relax. I'm not relaxed when things start piling up. I'm not relaxed when I haven't done this. I haven't worked out or I haven't done this. I mean, I'm human too. But I'm saying work a small program. But again, please stay home. Stay home. I mean, and here's the thing, too. You can celebrate Christmas. Buy yourself a couple gifts. Don't open them up. Wrap them. I, I have so many girlfriends, they just love to wrap. They have wrapping parties. I like being a guy because you don't have to wrap things. You just throw something on it. Here's a boat. Okay, take it. Take it. But stay home. And here's what you do. On Christmas Eve, Christmas Day, Zoom it. I'm telling all my friends because I love to cook. I say, why don't we do a Zoom recipe party? You cook this, I'll cook this, but let's zoom those recipes. Let's talk. And something else, and I'm going to patent this. I say as Americans, America, we should have Zoom drink drink games. Yes, let's have a Zoom libation game. We can do a, a board game, but, and let's come up with a, a drinking game. And think about it. We're Americans. Ladies and gentlemen, ho, ho, ho. We went to the moon. We worked on something called penicillin. We invented the internet. And if we can do that and still come up with worldwide wrestling, shows like the Kardashians, or come up with Gia Pets or Pet Rocks or the Village People, we can darn well come up with a good drinking game that we can Zoom. And that's what's weird. And yet what's really, I mean, the flip side of that coin is we've been under lockdown. And before lockdown, we didn't have a lot of Zooms. But we adapted to that. We didn't have those Microsoft things so we can have thousands of people on a conference call meeting that we can see each other. We adapt and stretch those limits, for goodness sakes. We can do this. So next year again, it will be different. In a few months, we're going to see a lot of changes. We're, we're, the, the, the politics is going to settle down. We're going to have a new president, new vice president, and they're going to roll out where they're going to roll out. And I guarantee you the press is going to be all over Biden. They're going to give him, I think they give him the honeymoon is like, used to be a month. Now it's like maybe two weeks. And they're going to be clamping on to him and biting him in the tuchus and saying he's doing this wrong and he's going to get frustrated too, just like Trump and everybody else. But, you know, we can take that out of our backpack, that white noise of politics. Okay, that's gone. That's 5,000 pounds. Oh, my gosh. And the vaccine's going to start rolling in and rolling in. And, again, pills are dumb as predicts, all unknown, all unseen. By this time next year, ladies and gentlemen, think where we will be. So all I'm trying to say, ladies and gentlemen, is please think with clarity. I know your heart aches and aches and aches to do something different. But for now, for the right now, let's do the right thing. I, I, I can FaceTime uh, uh, SJ on Christmas Day. He's not going to remember it. But Steve and I and his beautiful wife, Mrs. Pelzer, will. You know, the photos and little things like that, that's fine. It will make us appreciate all the more this time next year. We've gone, we've, we were over the hump. 
We're so close. But right now, because of the surge of Thanksgiving, and it's going to surge a little bit more, I predict by mid, oh gosh, January, it's going to be a lot worse because some people will travel. I get that. It's almost like, again, triage. It's almost like fighting fires. The Tufts fire, where there so many homes were on fire. And you know what we did? We didn't do anything because they're fully involved. But maybe I can save this one, and I can save that one. And we didn't save a lot, but we saved the ones that we could. Again, an MCI, multi-casualty incident. We can't save them all. But if we, if we can kind of stop the flow a little bit, I think that's the right thing to do. So please, deep breaths. Let's come to that bridge of acceptance. We want to do something different, but for right now, let's just keep doing what we're doing and find that option. We can't see mom and dad. We can't be with the grandparents. But what can we do? You know what we can do is this. Ho, ho, impromptu. Why don't you take the time to write a nice email Maybe spend a buck or two and make it into an email card and write down five sentences to mom and dad, to your uncle or aunt, your grandparents, your brother, your sister, your lover, your ex, your siblings, whoever, maybe people that you weren't too close to. Why don't you open up your heart and purge? 2020 sucked. It was hard on me and it was hard on you. And if I could, I would be with you. And if I was with you right now, I would hold you. I would smell your hair. I would never let go. So when I do see you in a short time from now, I will do that and we will cherish that moment forever. That's what you can do, ladies and gentlemen. There's your homework assignment right there. Okay. Well, I swear to you, <laughs> I thought this was going to be a short show. Even told my illustrious staff, okay, it's going to be maybe 10, 20 minutes, no more than that. <laughs> I think we, we, we <laughs> oh my goodness. So thank you for your patience. So let's do our, as always, let's thank those of our show. Uh, we always want to thank our good friend, Mr. Pat Metheny and the Pat Metheny group for allowing us to use his amazing music. And this holiday season, ladies and gentlemen, you can't go wrong. Listen to Wichita Falls, listen to Secret Story, Oh, there's so many beautiful songs that you're going to fall in love with, and it's going to make you feel, going to bring you so much comments. So our thanks to Pat Metheny for that, and to our staff, Miss Miss Faye, who does the intro for us, and Miss Esty, God bless her. Uh, uh, she's my longest <laughs> female relationship. I knew her before she had grandkids, and the grandkids now are old enough to join the service, for goodness sakes. Used to call them the Terror Twins. And, of course, ladies and gentlemen, if you have any questions or comments, please go to our website. It's Dave Pelzer, and that's P-E-L-Z-E-R dot com. We try to answer as many questions as we can. We try to use your questions in the show. I know the last few shows have been serious, but you know what? We have a responsibility to, to be of service. And I will eventually talk to you about uh, my birthday and my plans. I know that's a big question. The big 6-0, huge, big number. And uh, uh, there's some people that want me to talk about publishing the do's and don'ts of that. We'll, we'll get to that. We'll get to that. So, again, ladies and gentlemen, thank you so much for giving us a lesson. I mean, a listen. <laughs> thank you so much. It means the world to me. And I do hope 
hand on the Bible. Hand on the Bible. That, that, that it does make a little bit difference for you and makes you feel better and gives you some solitude and lets you know that you're not alone. And I need to say that. If you listen to two or three of these shows, you know that you are not alone. That you're cared for and that you have value. And with value, that means you have purpose. If you're going through a rough patch right now, remember, it's only for the now. Wait. Wait. Wait for it. Wait for that pendulum to swing back. It will swing back. There's going to be good times. There's going to be bad times. Because in the course of a life, one never knows what events may transpire. So, ladies and gentlemen, please, you keep the faith. Have faith in yourself and your friends and your family. Have faith in your leaders, whether you agree with them or not. Have faith. You never know what the tide's going to bring in the next day. They said this would take years to get the vaccine. In Operation Warp Speed, engage. They did an amazing job. Things will get better, ladies and gentlemen. So, as always, please do as much as you can for as long as you can for as many as you can. So, once again, this is your host, Dave Pelzer speaking to you in my own voice, saving America and the world at large from itself, starting from with me. So, until next time, please take good care. And as always, good day, good luck, and God bless.